Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how you get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, my name is Chris Board, a best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. I want to thank you for taking your time today from your busy schedule to hear what I have to say. I'm going to give you some real insight on strength training. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. Mid-September, we're going to run our most successful program that we've ever run in our 23 years of existence. So I want you to keep an eye out for that marketing. I'll talk about it a little bit more as we get closer to that date. So let's get right into this. I want to talk about how to get true, sustainable results over the long haul. This has to do with choosing weight. Choosing what weight to use when lifting can be confusing. And if it's wrong, it will affect your results. Surprisingly, working at maximal effort may not produce the best results. As you get more and more experience in the gym, it can become tempting to always use the heaviest weights you're capable of. But this leads to plateaus in progress and frustration as you don't get the results you're looking for. I have a better strategy for you, and I hope this strategy helps you feel more confident the next time you choose weight in the gym. A tough habit to break when you start getting more experience with strength training is the urge to grab the heaviest weight you can, the heaviest weight you can manage for every single exercise. You, also, you always feel compelled to operate at a 10 out of 10 intensity for maximal gains. There's this feeling you get if you use less weight or perform fewer reps on a given exercise. You feel like you're either wasting your time or you're, getting, you're going backwards. This couldn't be further than the truth. What's going to drive progress is consistency and steady increases in weight training volume. So, for example, when I run a transfer marathon, they don't just run for as long as they can at a 10 out of 10 intensity until they're eventually they're able to hit 26 miles. This is not how they do it. You're not going to get there if that's how you do it. They strategically bring up their weekly mileage or volume over time through consistent training runs week in and week out. Sometimes they have short runs. Sometimes they have long runs. Sometimes they run quicker and sometimes they run slower. Sometimes they taper and sometimes they push. As long as they hit the target mileage, they know they're on track to achieve their, their goals. To demonstrate this sort of consistency and steady increase in mileage, they need to operate at a lower intensity because if they push too hard, their progress will stall or worse, they'll experience some sort of training injuries like a stress fracture or some other overuse injury. Now, I'd recommend using a similar approach to your strength training. Instead of worrying about operating at a 10 out of 10 intensity, I'd recommend spending most of your time in a 7 to 8 out of 10 zone. 7 to 8 out of 10. Especially in the beginning stages of a program or when you're learning a new exercise. I view this as a sweet spot that, can that you can build off of. You want to try to leave two or three reps left in the tank rather than no reps left in the tank. And this is especially when you're changing your program, when you're starting a new space or a new stage. 
or you're learning some new exercises, taper it back a little bit the first week. Have a little bit of a deload and then build up off of that. Start out in the seven to eight range and add more weight or more reps slowly over time. This give you, gives your body time to develop better form, muscle, tendon strength, resiliency, and confidence. This approach helps to keep pushing that ceiling forward incrementally so you're able to keep making gains consistently. Consistently. Once you can't make more progress, which is typically somewhere four to six weeks, it might be time to deload, taper, or switch the program up a bit. Now, no program shopping to do something completely different, but rather program evolving to do something that builds off of the qualities that you were just training. There's no such thing as muscle confusion. You don't want to be jumping around. The muscles don't have brains, okay? No, there's not going to be no confusion. Taking this sort of one step back, two steps forward approach is the best way to ensure sustainable and consistent progress. I hope this gives you an idea, a better idea, and better understanding, and gives you more confidence as you go into the gym to lift or when you're in a group program and you're on your own and you're lifting. Because going as hard as you possibly can all the time is not going to get you the best results. You're going to plateau. You're not going to get progress. You're going to get frustrated. And eventually you might even quit. Or you could get injured. So take that advice. That's what we got for you today. Again, thank you for watching. And uh, you can look for us next Tuesday. We're going to give you some insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Have a great night.